Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Gaming Duo Podcast. I am your host for this week, Rob the Robot, and I'm joined by Kevin Alone, the Kevlar Vest. Dude, what's up? What's up? Um, God of War is up, man. God, God of, of War, God Ragnarok God of is here. Let's fucking go. Finally. Now, have you played it? Have you tried it? No, I haven't tried no. it a bit. No, no, no. That's no. <laughs> life. Life gets can, into Can you ask, can you ask me if I've tried it yet? Have you tried it, Rob? No, I haven't tried it yet because life, it. life, life, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, it's coming out Wednesday. I'm going to play it like as soon as work is done. I'm mm-hmm. going to play it all night. No. I was contemplating on whether I should take the day off. I'm like, you know what? Right. It's a good day. But why? Why would I do that? My my kids are home. There would be no point. Exactly. Whatsoever. You wouldn't be in peace and quiet. I wouldn't, be, wouldn't, wouldn't be a thing. Exactly. Wouldn't be so. a thing. But um, we have a lot of gaming news to talk about. If you guys are joining us for the first time, we are the podcast that brings you the latest gaming news from the week. And me and Kelvin have uh, profound discussions about said gaming news. One. Okay. With news number one being God of War reviews and Sonic Frontier reviews are coming in. Uh, coming in so, hot. Coming in hot. Uh, so God of War, Ragnarok, and Sonic reviews, they, the reviews are in, and, and both of them fared pretty well in the end. Uh, obviously, let's start with God of War. Yes. At, at the time, this game is at a 94 Metacritic, making it the third highest rated game of the year behind Elden Ring and Persona 5 royal there's a few uh other publishers here or uh, review sites push square gave it a 10 out of 10 ign gave it a 10 out of 10 um and god of war ragnarok delivers not only a chapter that reaches the lofty heights of its predecessors but leaves it impossible to imagine the series without it um and then for sonic frontiers this one fared better than i expected mm. uh, a 7 out of 10 ign gave it and it's at Metacritic at a 72. Uh, I largely enjoyed my time running around in Frontiers, making it feel very promising first attempt at what could be a bright new era for Sonic and friends. So we kind of expected this, uh, yeah. at least for, God, for at least for God of War. Sonic is a little bit of a surprise. I am not that surprised. I, I, I figured okay. it would be around that that range right a seven six kind of sort of right um so i think it it landed exactly where i thought it would be um the game seems to take some risk risks right from what i've seen from previews and from reviews um and it changes the formula a bit which is what i think is like the high of the game the fact that it changes a little bit it takes some risks um it's not as predictable as people thought um and the only issue with a lot of the things that the game has is it's buggy as hell which we again we we predicted based off of the previews that we saw it is really buggy um and it's unfortunate because they they really have something here they actually changed the formula a little bit to kind of improve the 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 sonic like formula right and so it's it's kind of annoying that they they did this they they put so much time and effort but then at the same time they didn't because they just kind of like half assed the uh the polishing part yeah, I think that's what it is. I I think the intention is there to make it the, this next iteration of Sonic. Um and and to be honest, to be fair, we've never had like a Sonic that's like a 10 out of 10 or like perfect game um right off the jump. You know, sure. I, even the ones we love Battle Adventure 2 Battle, like mm-hmm. that was like a 6 7 I think maybe 8 highest it got rated and mm-hmm. that was like my my favorite Sonic game ever. So um, I think just the very nature of Sonic, just he's kind of a hard character to build a game around, especially now in, in you know, 
with this generation. I know like back in the Sega day, days, it was a little different, but sure, sure. Sonic coming to the 3D world has always been kind of a, a struggle because you need to be able to capture that speed and that, and that's not the easiest thing to do. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy it, it did well. Is this a day one pickup for me? Am I going to spend $60, $70 to, to play this game right now? Probably not. I'm probably going to wait a little bit. Um, because there's, like I said, the juggernaut God of War <laughs> came came out. So, like, I think everyone and their mothers is literally playing God of War right now. Yeah, I'm actually... So, our per our, our last conversation, right, or our last episode, we talked about how the Metacritic score would have been kind of similar to uh, God of War 2018. And as of right now, I still stand by it, and I'm right so far. The games are both kind of equal level right now, which... Again, it, it's I'm super stoked, right? Super stoked that we, we get to play this game finally. I'm super stoked that this game is getting the praise that it rightfully deserves, right? Um, I'm just happy that it came out to be on par with the 2018 one, and then and it improves on it from what I've seen. It improves on a lot of the stuff that I have issues with, and it just makes it that much of a like spectacle type of game. And I'm just like ready and eager to play. Like I'm re- like I I love doing this podcast, but I'm like ready to like just finish and just get right on it and just try it out for ourselves. Um, so congrats to Santa Monica for, for killing it again. Um, congrats to, uh, what's his name, the director, Eric Williams, I think his name is, for, for actually crushing it because it, he had a lot of shoes to fill in for this, right? Like it, it was a, a daunting task for him right. to like step it up and he actually exceeded in, in almost every aspect. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think at one point they were scared, like the game sucked and they're sadly mistaken because it is it is right there with its predecessor and uh, a great continuation and it kind of makes you excited for what's to come next after this game because we know it's there's three of them right Mm -hmm. so um, uh no 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 is this the last one this is the last one yep really i thought i thought there's one one a third they were doing a trilogy they're not not a trilogy no damn that makes you sad (laughs) um but yeah Um, so i i I just want to say real quick i think it's gonna be interesting like i i think we're gonna kind of wait a little bit but once we get our hands on it and actually play it for a little bit then we'll kind of give our reviews at some point and and just kind of go into detail of like what we thought about the game but i'm i'm excited for what to expect because i've heard really good things same same exactly so we'll be probably playing hopefully getting a little bit in tonight um i'm gonna be holding my hammer the whole time yeah and uh <laughs> yeah. hard to do to play the control yeah this is good like fidget toy too honestly it's like kind of fidgeting ah, with the dice okay yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the next piece of news here is we're getting a Gears of War movie. Mm. Okay. It this is, is like um, right up your alley. Yeah. So here's, we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, it Gears of War movie coming to a Netflix near you. Uh, Gears of War is finally coming to the big screen. Well, sort of after months of negotiations, Netflix has gotten the rights to create a Gears of War movie. Even better, Netflix will be partnering with the game's developer, The Coalition. And after the movie is made, after the movie's done, it's going to be followed by an animated series, which I think is awesome. Uh, we have no information about a producer or director tied to the film. We don't even have a release date. Um, first off, before I go into like actors and stuff, <laughs> as, as Chazzy says, if Dave Bautista isn't in it, I don't want it. Facts. Uh, so, what do you think of this news so far? Are you excited for a Gears of War movie coming to Netflix? Yeah. I or are you think skeptical? Can, I'm skeptical for any movie, yeah, like video any, game any adaptation, video game. Yeah. right? But I think it could work. I think it could be 
here's the thing. I think it's it's cool that we're in a in a generation now where video game adaptations could possibly be good, right? Like you're eventually we're gonna get like tons of and tons and tons of games or movies um that at least one or two of them will actually work out, right? And we're getting that right now, right? We got Sonic that's that's actually pretty good. We got Pikachu detective Pikachu. Like there we're we're starting to see a lot uh, even though it's get like it's gonna get to a point where I feel like we're gonna get saturated with like video game adaptations. I feel like as long as they continue building this catalog, right, the more people will be exposed to like these awesome games, right, based off of the movies, um, the more better these adaptations will start getting right because i feel like it just takes practice to like really understand how to hone in on these games and make them into movies and make them into animated movies um it just makes it better to improve on character stories um if you don't really have that per se in the game you can kind of like maybe change that up and make make the story of a character more 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 involved more more epic in the movie aspect so i think overall it's a pretty good thing i'm excited for this one i think they can nail it if they do it right um and i'm with chazzy there if if dave batista isn't in this then i don't want it yeah and i mean it has to be gears of war all the way they can't change the story they can't really do it they has to be gory just these beefy dudes killing grubs and it just has to be pure action the whole entire way. And, and that's all it should be. It, it should be just that. And if they make it, if they try to make it like some crazy love story or <laughs> something happening, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Like, just give us, this is kind of an easy game to make a film out of because you just kind of do this game again, but like in real life. Well, the thing is, Gears isn't really known for its story, right? It's not that, like, it, it's more known for its brutal uh, like exactly. finishers, its, it's gore. And it's characters. I think their characters are very well fleshed out, right? You have Dom, you have, um, Dom. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Carmine. Carmine, thank you. Cole. Cole. Barry. Coltrane. Coltrane. So Coltrane, they, they do have good, like, fleshed out characters. Um, I think the story might suffer a little bit depending on how they do it. But again, if they, I can't imagine a Gears show or a Gears movie really focusing on the story, right? I think it's just going to be honed in on, like, gore, blood, shooting, action, just like, Balls to the wall, right? Balls to the wall, just like 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 Chazzy says there. Um, I think it's gonna be really cool, and I think this actually confirms, in my opinion, that they're working on gears to become something much bigger than what it really is right now, right? Like I know we're getting Gear Six, right? But I feel like it's gonna be a confirmation of at least them pushing the boundaries of what gears can be in the future, right? Like I feel like they're doubling down on the franchise, so they're gonna have more more gears in the future you know well if you think about it it's uh it's the one microsoft ip that is still like kind of has a really strong fan base um mm-hmm. and halo kind of took a nosedive uh with, with how infinite got released and stuff like that so gears is kind of like microsoft's ace in the hole right now like they really really gotta hone in on gears and make it spectacular when it does release and the movie in the game right. um because that's like their exclusive that's 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 the meat and potatoes for uh for microsoft so they really have to knock out of the park with this next iteration yeah for sure i agree um chazzy also says from the side project podcast he says the excessive carmine family deaths that happen non-stop i feel like that could be a perfect cameo for like each um, like if they continue making the, the, this, this as a show or, or a movie, like the different car mines just show have them die each time, each car mine. Like that, I think that would be fantastic. So I'm going to show uh, a little picture here of the actors that might come to be like, as far as like who would be the characters. So we have 
uh, Dave Bautista as uh, Marcus Phoenix, The Rock as uh, Dominic Santiago. We have uh, Terry Crews as Augustus Cole, Coltrane. And then Barry Damon is going to be John Cena. So far, I don't hate it. I, I, I think don't hate it either. I think John Cena would be hilarious as Damon. I think, think it would be so funny. Um, yeah, everybody looks good. I, I don't know about The Rock. I, I'm kind of like hesitant with The Rock being Dom because yeah, he, he just it just doesn't scream Dom to me. Terry Crews could could pull off Coltrane, but if we scroll down here a little bit, we actually have uh, Lester Sprite as the guy that actually plays Coltrane in the games to just play as him in real life. You know, that'd be dope. I, I, he this is hysterical. What is what is this down here? <laughs> Vin Diesel as General Ram. I think I that's know, pretty good. You think so? I think I, so. Yeah, who else would play General Ram? I think Vin Diesel would be a good General Ram. I, I could kind of see it. I he does a really good job with Garut. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know? You know? Going back to Dave Batista though, as... Um, Marcus Phoenix. Marcus. Isn't, isn't he already... I, I know it's not going to probably be based off of the game DLCs, but isn't he a DLC character in alone like his own dlc character yeah yeah he had, he got his own dlc character in the game and gives i just feel like it wouldn't make sense for him to be marcus then i feel like he should be just himself uh, i don't know i i think no well he wasn't actually himself in the game he was like a marcus skin it was weird it was really really yeah, weird the way they did right, he wasn't right. actually in the game in the story so yeah i don't know true. why they did that but it just makes sense that he should he should just play as, as Marcus that's fair. Phoenix. I, I see that. Okay, that's fair. I like that. Yeah, I think overall this is a pretty solid lineup. If this was true, that this would be really cool. Yeah, I think Cena would be absolutely hysterical as Damon, like I said. Uh, and if we scroll down a little bit, we have Kate Blanchett as Mira. That looks spot on. I think that's the best that one. Looks spot on. Can you zoom in on yours a little bit? Ah, uh, yeah. It's hard try. to see it from. Uh yeah, let me try and zoom here. Still like only two hundred. Here we go. How's that? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, that like she looks spot on. You, you dress her up like she would look exactly. That looks that looks really good. Yeah. So basically, K. Blanchett needs to play Mirror in, yeah. in the next Gears of War movie. This is this is getting me a little excited though. Like this could be pretty dope rob like you being a more of a gears fan than i am and and, and our, our gears like stories go way back right like we've we've played every single iteration and we've pretty much loved almost all of them right gears 3 being probably three and four being or three and up moving being like one of our top favorites like how does this make you feel as far as like this could really be another like really cool adaptation you know so I'm I'm more excited about the games I've always been, but I I would love for this to to do well. Like I'm rooting for it. I guess I could say yeah. I'm truly rooting for it. Um, just with a given climate with video game adaptation movies, especially ones coming to the small screen. Right. Um, I I tend to be a little hesitant towards them. Um, and I don't I don't want a Halo thing to happen again, right? I don't want right. it to just completely destroy. But I think the fact that the coalition is working alongside whoever producer director is going to be the people that actually made the game 
that's a good sign. That's a very, right. very promising sign. So I think once we see the cast where I, I think, and we see like Dave Batista and like David Barrett, if they just do some random dude, we're going to be like, come on, give us, give us the big, you got to give us the big names. You right. have to, you, you, you have to, to do it. You need to go big on this. Um, I'm seeing a very positive light into this, man. I'm, I mean, we're seeing edge runners succeed, right? The cyberpunk anime, like that did really well for, for cyberpunk as a whole. Um, the last of us HBO is coming out relatively soon next year. Like that's going to be really cool. It looks like it's going to be a really good, like spot on adaptation to the game. Like we're, we're seeing the trend go from like shitty movies to like, okay. Movies to like, okay, this is quality surprise stuff. yeah this pleasant is a surprise. pleasant surprise quality like i can see like you guys are doing your research here and so i'm i'm excited like we, we have so many other ones that we haven't really seen yet right like we have twisted metal coming out we have um i think there's a horizon one i think there's like a, a there's so many that are, that are coming out right now and nothing really tangible because we haven't seen anything but right this is exciting nonetheless yeah i i think i think it's a good sign uh that everything's kind of clicking like as far as like netflix has got it the it's, it's a collation there's a lot of backing for these big names to be on it uh the story is not overly complicated so they can't really fuck up the story it's true it's true. just just get the gore right just get the gore the exploding in the in the, the hilarious things that are happening and that, that's all you need to do and i think mm. and the cgi needs to be good the cgi has to CGI be CGI needs to be spot on yeah 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 so i think they're doing a good job and i'm very hopeful um but enough about gory chainsaws and lancers and Marcus Phoenix. Let's move on cool to the next piece of news. It's about Pokemon. A little bit of a different uh, different game here. There were some leaks that happened over the past few days. And we finally got to see the last uh, three evolutions for the starters. Mm. Um, we got some screenshots that were taken from the Spanish version of the game. Before we do, before we show anything again, screenshots. So this is gonna be spoilers. So I know, like Bird, you're really into Pokemon. He's a, he po- no, he posted in the Discord. He's just did like, he? Here. okay, yeah, he all right, here. This is all right. So just just fair warning, if you guys don't want to see the evolutions, we are about to show them. So yeah. So uh, what's interesting though is the fact that it got spoiled via the Spanish version of the game, and this game takes place in like a Spain kind of uh, environment. So that's kind of funny. I thought that was kind of interesting mm-hmm. that that's how it got leaked. Um, so we're going to go ahead again, spoilers, spoilers. We're about to show some of the images here. Um, all right, you've been warned guys. So the first spoiler we have is of Sway Coco's, the fire starters, final evolution. It is Skeledurge. Um, Kelv, I hate you because you ruined this one for me. Um, he looked cool for me for a little bit. Um, shocked and, and it's then, really hard to see from from there let me see let's if, see if you can pull up a different one let me let me zoom in on this like like a hundred thousand million how about that a hundred thousand million okay. yeah i'm gonna do that right now so is that better is that getting better for you um yeah portfolio. yeah that yeah. looks better yeah okay. that looks better yeah yeah so um you said he looks like a clown he's a fucking clown dude and it and it got me and yeah, this the fire part looks like uh looks like a cl- looks like a clown. Like I, really so does. this is my thing. This can't be final. This can't be finalized. There's no yeah. way that this looks. This is what's gonna be in the game. It looks complete. 
garbage. It is running on the Switch, man. So I'm just saying. No, but that's not it, man. Because I've seen everything up until this point, and the game looks great. It looks decent. This does not. There's no shadowing. There's no. There like it just looks like it looks boxy. It looks like it's polygons. It doesn't look finished. You know, the flames look completely still and like not flamey. I don't know. Like it just looks garbage to me. This is terrible. This, this looks is a terrible. Pretty- take take it out. I don't like this. Take it out. All right. And then, um, like I said, based off of this, I'm probably still going to go for the fire evolution because I don't really like the other two. Um, so let's go down. And we have Sprigatitos, the grass starters, uh, second evolution called Florgado. And this one looks okay. This one is very reminiscent of like a second evolution. Like this is, you would expect this is kind of like what a second evolution is supposed to look like. Mm. Right. He's got a little rose yo-yo. Um, he actually is standing up now. He's bipedal. So we all know what's happening in the next evolution, what's going to happen. Sure. He, he's not on four legs anymore. Uh, sure. What sure. do you think of this one so far? You think this is okay? It's better. Like, but but again, look at this compared to that other character, that other Pokemon. It just doesn't look finished, the other one, right? Like at least Florgato has shape, has like thickness to it, has like shadowing. Like there's stuff there, you know, in my opinion. Okay, okay. So now we have Florgato's final evolution, which is Mio Scarda. And it's weird. It's weird. Completely mm. humanoid. Uh, this gives me almost like grass version of like Score Bunny, what they do with Score Bunny. Uh, this gives me like Zoro like looks to me. Like for Yeah, some it's it's very weird. And it's a magician Pokemon, which I do like. I, lo- I do like that they took that. Oh, that's that. cool. Wait. That's cool. That's pretty they, cool. They took that take on that, and uh, so this one you think is a lot better than 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 what I, is supposed. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it does. Uh, Birdie here. Uh, oh my god, it's Birdie. Says I think maybe it's in some three D viewing. So that that's true. That could it could be like some type of viewing um, option in the game that you. But again, it just still looks bad because I mean the textures might be better in game, but I don't know. To me, it just doesn't look good for that Pokemon specifically. Because look at this. This looks better in my opinion. You're saying for for Foy Coco that the for for Skeledurge, that Skeledurge yeah. is his name. It yeah. the clown, yeah. <laughs> it the clown, um, and then we don't have a good picture of uh, Quaxley's final evolution, Quaquavel. Uh, we only have the sprites of it, and it has all three. But this is what it kind of looks like, and I, it's hard to make out because it is small. Um, we have the second evolution, which I I don't really even like that much. It kind of looks dumb to me. Yeah, um, they don't they don't look. Cool this one kind of reminds me of like a water blaziken that's that's what i'm true. getting from him Very he has true. like a little bit of helmet um he's got i think he's a fighting type but he's a water fighting type which is actually kind of cool mm-hmm. um and then we have um other pokemon such as paldean tauros uh we have uh the evolved form of small it's called dolive <laughs> And then Classic. we have uh, another Pokemon called uh, Fla Amigo, so it's like Flamingo, but like Fla and Amigo. Um, and then we get another Spider Pokemon, and that is it for the leaks. Overall, what do you think so far? Do you think they're okay? Do you think they're real? I don't know. I'm hoping they're not. I'm gonna be honest. This looks pretty real. bad. I, uninspired, at least compared to the starter looks. They don't. I, I just feel like they did a really good job. They nailed the starters. They put some thought and effort, but then they just slowly got lazy and they just like, all right, like just 
you know, make them taller and just longer and have them stand <laughs> on two legs. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't look that interesting to me, you know? So I'm hoping it's fake. I think uh, what it is, too, is that we are older. We're getting older. And no, we're kind of biased. We're biased on the evolutions because those are not our starters. Those aren't meant for us. Those are meant for kids, right? Our starters was Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Cyndaquil, Totodile, um, Chikorita, right? So I, I do think that we are a little biased towards our own, our own starters because like they're not our starters, but maybe this is just what the Pokemon company thinks kids like, like in a direction that they're going. I think since, since Diamond and Pearl, I think the starters have kind of went downhill, you know? I agree, and I, I I disagree that this is us being old, cranky. Like no, Charizard's no, the best. Charizard's no, the best. I, I think it's just the lack of um, like thought process, a lack of inspiration, a lack of like just effort in their on their end of like making something that is very interesting to appease appeal the audience. Because even though we're not the main target audience, we're still the target audience, right? Like because. I, I would like to see who, like, what's the sale uh, target, right? Like, who, like, 10-year-olds or, or, like, who, like, what age difference buys Pokemon, right? Like, how many, like, adults buy Pokemon as opposed to, to younger adults or, or kids, right? Yeah, um, I mean, this is the first time the Pokemon company, right, where the adults, the kids that grew up with Pokemon are now the adults who are now having kids with Pokemon. So... It's like the, the the adults are actually enjoying Pokemon now, but the kids are also enjoying Pokemon cards or Pokemon. Whereas before, it was mostly I feel like the kids were enjoying the Pokemon when we were right. when we were growing up, right? So now right, it's shifted right. a little bit. Um, yeah. So based on this list so far, if these leaks are true, who is going to be your starter now? Since you've seen all three, I know it's not going to be a Spikeoko one now. <laughs> I'm still going water, man. You know, like it's water, water Pokemon are the way to go. And I'm just going to keep, keep going with that. But I'm not going to be happy if I get to the third evolution. It looks like that. I'll probably just take them out at the end. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed and I've had a high in the, of this game. Like I've been really excited. I'm not going to let this make me make my decision any different, but, um, it just, I'm like, they could have done a little bit better with this, the if good this thing, is true. The good thing is, is that there is over a thousand Pokemon for you to choose from. Sure, so you sure. don't need to just use your starter if you don't want to. If anything, I'm just really excited for, and I, we've talked about this, but the co-op aspect. Like, I, I say this a lot, but I'm I'm scared that this co-op thing is going to be a disaster. Yeah, I but don't, I'm I so have no faith interested in it. In it uh, because I'm like, it could be something. It could be something interesting you know like it could be a world where it's like a mmo and we all join in right and we're just going into this world and just doing stuff right like i can picture that i don't know if it's going to be that but i can i can be hopeful it's not i don't think it's there yet i don't think it's going to be there um but it'd be nice to see them try um i i kind of agree to agree with you because they haven't really thrown this out there right they mentioned it like once or twice they haven't like really gone into detail. They haven't really shown us anything about it to make us like, oh shit, this is revolutionizing Pokemon. So I feel like they're just like adding it and then kind of like brush it away. Yeah, they're gonna be like, let's try it, see if it works, see what doesn't work, test test the waters with it, and then if it does work, great, we'll build up on it. If it doesn't, then we'll just scrap it like we do with other things. So another game is gonna have a huge update next week. 
and that is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is going to have season one kickoff. Uh, and here's a little thing from Call of Duty. So there's, there's uh, let me pull up the stream here. It has more information about it. Uh, do, 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 do. Can you see the right screen? Yes, she's right there. So Call of Duty season one is happening November 16th. We are getting Warzone 2.0. So we're getting a new map, Almazar. Uh, we're going to get third person playlists that are coming to Warzone. So you actually have to play Warzone third person. Hello, Fortnite. Which that is, is really cool. Awesome, dude. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. I didn't think that would do, they would do that. So it's going to be a huge, uh, huge map that's coming in. There's a couple of things that you're not, I know automatically you're not going to like this, but there's still going to be loadouts. They put it back in there. There's going to be loadouts. Bastards. Yeah, uh, basically they're saying that custom loadouts are in Warzone 2. Um, load the play game to what makes this game unique. Um, it looks like players will have quicker access to a loadout's primary benefit, the primary weapon. There are three ways to earn a loadout, or at least a primary weapon. You can go through the shops, you can go through a loadout drop public event, uh, and a stronghold black site. So there's not specific loadouts that are just for you that pop up anymore. Like, you know how they would just drop from the sky and it was like, that was your loadout. Right. Right. They're just going to have random ones that just pop up and you and other players are going to have to race to get them. And it's going <laughs> to be just like, so that I kind of like that. Cause that's that gives cool. A, that's different. Yeah. It makes it more competitive. They just don't give it to you. Um, so war, unfortunately loadouts are available, uh, but it looks like they try to tone it down a little bit, at least with those drops. Um, yeah, and there's a backpack system, um, which allows you to get supply boxes and it just seems like it's a little different the way that you pick up items in this game versus Warzone, uh, version one, uh, the gulag will be a little different as well. It's going to be a two V two environment, but you will be pitted with a different random player than your teammate. So you'll have to work together with someone else to do that. Um, and that is pretty much the gist of it. There's going to be a Hummer, um, in the, the game, there's going to be a heavy helicopter. There's going to be aquatic combat. There's uh, You have to actually get gas now to put into the car, so you can't just drive forever, which is interesting. That's right. um, and that's that's pretty much it so far. Um, they talk about the shops a little bit here, third person. We're getting this next week, Kel. How do you feel about it? I'm ready, man. I think this is going to be a really nice change uh, for Warzone. I think it's going to be a buggy mess when it first comes out so i'm not really too optimistic of like how much we're going to be playing when it first comes out but at some point when they update the game every 10 15 minutes i think we'll get to a point where we can play the game and it'll be fun yeah yeah i think so too and uh i think it's cool that the what they did for the loadout i think they're doing enough to warzone yeah. 2.0 that will make it feel makes fresh. It feel fresh. Yeah. But the gulag aspect to it, I'm kind of interested to see how that is. Yeah. Um, the, the circle, right? Like the, 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 the zones coming in, like three zones at once coming in at you. I think that's pretty cool. Changing it up a little bit, changing the battle royale scene a little bit just to kind of throw their own taste on things. And I think it's right. really cool. The third person aspect is really cool. Um, I, I want to see how that works. I don't know how well that's going to benefit you when you're playing other characters or other players that are first person i feel like they will have a better advantage over a third person well it's, it's, it would be everyone's gonna be playing third person okay so is it gonna it's be a like mode. a mode like it's how it mode. is yep how it is now i feel like i'm gonna be on that man i don't know yeah uh, what do you think 
I mean, it's going to be like Fortnite, Gears of War, like Ghost Recon. It's going to feel like that. I feel like it'd be pretty cool. So I'm I about that. I feel like it would, man. Uh, Chazzy also says here, uh, when I like third person uh, Warzone, I'm so used to first person now. I usually love for, uh, third person. I like seeing my character, but I've gotten so used to first person. I agree. I think it'd be really weird to see yourself. Uh, I know they have a mode right now on, War- on on Call of Duty that you can play. I haven't tried it out, the, out yet. Have you, Rob? No, I, I tried. No, I tried third person. I did. It's it's fun. It's different though. It is it's, different. It's completely different. Yeah, it's it's definitely not the same. Um, plays a little different. Uh, different strategy. Um, but it, it's 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 a welcome addition. I didn't hate it. I, I I enjoyed what I played. So. So, but you you're you wouldn't get to the point where you would prefer it over first person, because I feel like first person is just like, it is the bread and butter type of like this is this is how Call of Duty has been always played. You can't really change that. Back to the Gears of War uh, conversation. Gears of War will always be kind of like the pinnacle of like third person shooters for right. me. Uh, mm-hmm. So like I automatically compare other third person shooters to Gears of War, and I'm not able to do the things I can do in Gears of War sure. uh, that I can do, and the, the, it just feels different. And I'm like the whole entire time I'm playing third person Call of Duty, I was like, I wish this was Gears of War. So that's just me. I know other people have different, you know. Uh, feelings about it but right. I, I probably will keep to the first person because that's how i enjoy call of duty mm. um yeah i hear that so that's a little update for about modern warfare 2 oh my god i zoomed in so much on this document yeah, uh, i was trying to show everything <laughs> uh one final piece of news for you guys before we get into in-game chat we have final fantasy 16 uh it is only going to be a ps5 exclusive for six months we also got uh new info on it um it'll it'll be here summer 2023 and it'll be a ps5 exclusive for six months um there was also an interview with the uh developer and he said the game is 95 percent finished before you go into the interview part of it let's just show the ad real quick um, just to kind of show exactly where that, like, just proof of it. Um, this is like a small, like a short 30 second ad. Um, on the 15 second mark, um, when they show Final Fantasy 16, um, you'll see at the bottom here. Oh, that's Ragnarok. Here you go. Look at that. Spoiler. Cool. Um, spoiler. Uh, right here. There it is. Final Fantasy 16 anticipated summer 2023 PS5 exclusive for six months. So there you have it. Confirmation. This game is not. A full exclusive to Sony, um, which kind of to be expected. I didn't. Yeah, we knew that. We knew that was going to happen. Um, but to be fair, Final Fantasy VII remake supposedly it was supposed to be uh, Xbox and Xbox. Uh, you know, going to Xbox as well, and that hasn't happened. So they're weird about Final Fantasy. They're just weird about Final Fantasy VII. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is like they they consider because the original released on playstation so that's probably why they're kind of like holding it close to their chest and being like mm-hmm. it's for playstation this game's not for you but that could i don't understand how that works either as far as like they get to pick and choose which ones are exclusive to right xbox so that that is an interesting note you have there um but yeah but uh the game is almost done 95 percent finished uh we have the release date already as far as like the time of what we're getting it and not we don't have an exact month yet though which is interesting right. Uh, the demo is going to release before the actual game, so I actually get to try it before it kicks off. That's the, um, you don't really get that nowadays, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, the story is going to be about thirty to forty hours, which is awesome. 
and it includes side quests that will be additional or it will make it the game fully 70 hours um the battle system is going to be very heavily inspired by final fantasy 5 have you played 5 no i don't remember 5 no, so no. i don't know what they're talking about i'm really curious to see chat what are you, what are your thoughts on final fantasy 16 chazzy birdie like who like are you guys excited for it are you guys final fantasy fans like i'm really interested to see what you guys uh what what your take on this is because I've, I'm hearing a lot of good things of about Final Fantasy 16. Like people have that hype for it, but something about it, I, I feel like there's an inkling behind it saying like it, it's just gonna be okay. Like there's like the more I see it, the more I'm like I'm not that excited as much as I used to be for it. So I don't know. In in recent history, has there been a Final Fantasy VII minus remake um, that has completely blown you away? No. Like, has Final Fantasy 13 blown you away? Has Final Fantasy 15 blown you away? I mean, those are the two biggest ones. And then it had, obviously, like, the Final Fantasy 10 2, Final Fantasy Lightning Returns, all that stuff. Um, but there hasn't been really anything. Like, 15 was just that. It was just okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing. It was, sure. just, a, it was just an okay game. And to be fair, we played it when it first came out. I think they, there's a lot that was done to that game that if we played it now it feels like a completely different game but i i don't like that i, I hear you no i know i know i i, 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 I feel like when the game comes out that's how you should enjoy the game like you should be have a great experience with a full game right then and there you know right. yeah no, i hear you um yeah oh my god it's birdie never been in the final fantasy series but hyped for it love the final fantasy 7 remake and can't wait for the reunion remake they're doing as well. That is going to be awesome, and it comes out next month, and I'm so pumped about that game. Kelvin, you're actually going to get to experience Crisis Core, and it's fucking amazing. That I'm excited for, because I know you've been hyping that up since God, since that since game came out on PSP. Years, yeah. yeah, and I, I'm excited to see it look like a, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, so it's going to be really dope. Um, Chazzy in the chat here says, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game since the beginning, which is crazy like that that, that that's a long time man <laughs> um, but i gotta tell you just on the topic of final fantasy in general i hear really good things about the mmo but i've also never tried it that's another good thing i've never really tried um was it final fantasy a 14 14 thank you um i never tried 14 i never probably will try 14 but i've heard good things it's, it's like one of those like recovery stories where like it, it, it bombed when it first came out but then it just like now, now it's like on everyone's radar, and it's just they like, they actually you know, blew the up the world. They they blew it up, in like in, in real life, like in like, the game. In the game, the developers they said we're gonna just blow up this world. Like there was like a cutscene and just start over exp- and just start over again. And I'm like, that's honestly good for that you was guys. The smartest just thing. Smart. That was like a Fortnite <laughs> thing they did there. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 excited for Final Fantasy 16, even if it's like. But are you you lost? like you lost excitement for it right because we were really hyped at one point and now i feel like we're just like all right we'll see what happens no i'm still pretty hyped for it again i know it's coming out and i know what to expect so far i'm, I'm pretty ready for it um okay. am i a little skeptical a little bit that it might be bad no but final fantasy's games net minus what was the one that just came out where it's like chaos chaos 
Oh my god. Don't. What is it called? What the fuck is it called? P- paradise? Uh, Age of Paradise per- or something? Per- Prisoner of Paradise or some shit like that? Yeah, some weird. Yeah. Yeah, weird. that as long as it's not that, I think I think we're good because mm. every Final Fantasy game for the most part is pretty decent. Like you're not going to get a really bad product out of Final Fantasy. So, mainline from that. Sure. But hey, and the, the gameplay is like Devil May Cry. So, you, you got me sold. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah, this is heavily inspired, and I think the the, the people that made the, uh, the the combat in Devil May Cry are the ones that are working on this game. So that's really exciting. Um, again, I'm excited. I just, I just like just give me the game, man. I just want to play it. I just want to like really experience it for myself. Yeah, and plus I we're agree. gonna get a demo, so that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Um, that's it for the news, guys. That's we got the news roundup for the week for you. And uh, one last little thing, uh, Tales of Symphonia. HD remakes coming out. Mm-hmm. Just got an announcement today that it said it was going to be coming next year uh, in March. So was that from the Nintendo? Mini no, I don't. No, indie, I don't think right? it was an indie thing. I don't think it was indie. But yeah, there's an indie showcase showcase that happened as well. A uh, few announcements here and there. Go check it out on their website. They have all the updates for all, all the different indie games. Um, that tends to be nothing too big, nothing too crazy. So if, if you're a big indie person, I would definitely 100% check it out. Um, and yeah, that, that concludes our news for the week. Let's go into in-game chat where I'm going to ask Kelvin a question. Just any question. <laughs> I like I said that. What's your favorite color? Uh, how many... I don't know. All right. As you've gotten older, right? Okay. How has your gaming taste changed? As a question for everyone in the chat and for Kelvin and I guess for myself, but how do you think, how has your gaming chase taste changed? As I got older. Yeah. So I guess what kind of games did you like when you were younger? And then as you got older, what games can you not, you don't really care for anymore or you just don't really feel like you're just like that into it. Like you don't get that giddy feeling when you're playing it again. Um, I think this is, I can speak for every adult slash father slash like person that has a job. Uh, RPGs are a daunting <laughs> task for anybody at this point, right? At this age, in their 30s yeah. with a job, right? Like it's it's hard to really invest in one of those games because although you want to invest, you just find it so daunting, so like draining yeah. Because you just don't have the time to like really fully invest. Now, before, right, we started off when your mom's basement or, you know, whatever, and you're like when you were a kid and you had that time, you had that opportunity to like really dive into any world you wanted to go into, right? And that was a special time, right? Like you were able to like really fully invest in RPGs, put in 80 to 120 hours if you wanted to. And you kind of like, miss those days because it's like you you can't you know you can't go back you can't do 120 hours every yeah unless you completely like destroy your life (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's like you feel kind of like eh, i wish you could do that again but at the same time it's like it's draining you know it's it's hard to do at this age so i think my my biggest for me when i was a kid i I loved rpgs and i still do but i you can't you don't you're not going to see me play an rpg for 80 plus hours Unless it's like handheld and I can like take it on the go or something like that, um, yeah, it's it's hard. Like you you have to like really pick and choose your your games now. It's not like before where oh a game came out, 
copping it. I'm buying that. Like, it's it. It's mine. Like, I'm, I'm about to play it, whatever it is. Or, like, when we would go to a game spot and um, just look at games and, and see like which two one. two or three of them at a time. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, that looks cool. I've never seen that. Oh, the cover looks dope. Let's try that out. Like, you have to, like, really decide which games you want to play. All right, this game, oh, it's 14 hours? That's perfect. That's, like, really good. That's a sweet spot. Like, I can play that in, like, a week maybe and, and just move on to the next one, right? Or, like, for me, I like playing, like, I'm playing Marvel Snap. It's a fantastic, like, pick, like, three-minute game. Like, I can pick it up, play a few matches, put it down. Um, you just kind of, like, really focus on some games that you're able to play and some games you're just like, I can't, I can't do that. Very well. So we're going to highlight some comments here before I give my answer. Um, Jazzy said, big uh, MMORPG fan here. I, I don't have time like you used to put into them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 100% right. It's just, it's very, it, and those games especially, you if you are not constantly grinding and putting in time, you get left behind. And right. um, you don't get the, the full benefit of the game. You, you only truly get the benefit of the game if you're putting all your time into it and getting that gear. And then, but if you don't, you just, you feel like you're not getting your, your money's worth mmos um, are hard too are tricky because you're in a community right and mm-hmm. so when you're invested in that community you're you're a part of it but if you if you step away for whatever reason whether it be life or whatever and you try to get back in there it's it's kind of like a little overwhelming and you're like oh things have changed like it's a, it's a living environment right so like you stop playing for two years two or three years you go back in there it's like a completely different game and then you kind of like just don't want to go back in there and play yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Birdie said, definitely back in the day, play games. Crazy, got a war. Warhawk, baby. War, Kingdom Hearts, Warhawk. Miss those days so much. Now with Jabba, etc. It's hard to get a big name title into, unless it's like Superman or, or New God of War. Um, the other thing, too, is just you want to play those games and you want to do that stuff, but especially being an adult and, and having a job and, and everything else, right? You're exhausted. Like mentally, you're exhausted. So... You want to come home and you want to sit down and play that game, but by the time like you're able to actually sit down at like, eight o'clock on the clock at night, mentally you're just not there, and you're just like, right. I don't want to play unless I'm actually there, like, and and really, because just like, what's the point? Um, as far as gaming taste for me, I agree with the the RPG thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the best thing I think is for RPGs is a handheld. I think they yeah. are truly that is the way you should experience an rpg i'm sorry i'm not sitting in front of my computer or tv for 90 hours every time i want to do a sitting and i have to save manually every time i need it on the go i need to be able to put that thing to sleep and then whenever i'm taking a dump whenever i'm like you know just hanging on the couch like i want to pick it up and just like play it for for a couple in bite-sized chunks um because i think that's how now you should be able to to enjoy an rpg so i am 100 percent on there with you it is very difficult for me to commit to an rpg on a console it is it or or on the computer it's 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 just not easy um but i'm definitely a lot more selective about my games now i I think that the big triple a ones right and i'm really big on on story for some of these games now i'm such a story driven person that if i can't vibe with the story mm-hmm. i don't really care to play the game I, right. I i feel like i'm playing it for nothing like we'll look at horizon zero dawn right not zero dawn what's the new one forbidden west forbidden west I, the game is gorgeous the game is great but i don't care about the story and it and it's right. hard for me to, it doesn't matter how good that gameplay is and whatever but i feel like i'm doing it for nothing because i'm like i don't know what what is it for you know what right. I mean? I don't care about these characters. I don't care right, about right. the mission. Yeah. Whereas God of War, you care because you're like, 
it's an actual great story, and, I'm, and, I'm, right. and I'm, I'm almost reading a book in that sense. Um, so I think that's kind of like how my my uh, my gaming tastes have changed. Like, there's games I played like Drakengard, where it's like hack and slash, and you just go through mobs. And I'm like, I can't do that now. <laughs> now, you say that, but you were also a, the psychopath that played Elden Ring and beat it in a week, and you put in like a hundred, like almost. Oh, because hours. it's so it's such a good game. That's why. The gameplay over, like, the the story's there, but I don't think you played it for the story. I think you were more into the gameplay. The world. The world. I, it was the world. It was the world itself and the way you unlock things. The the boss battles were super engaging. Mm-hmm. And the, the obviously, the game does a really great job of being like, hey, you see that little nook and crack? You see a little nook over there? You see a little cave? You want to go in there, right? You could go You want to go? You yeah. can go in there. You can check on, it out. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. You might die, but you can check it out. Yeah, yeah. So th- I think the game does an incredible job of doing that, enticing you to actually explore the world. Where Horizon, I don't really want to explore the world. I don't really. Interesting. It's it's weird. Like it is a beautiful game. Um, what is what is uh side project here saying? He says, um, I'm opposite right now. Just at the current moment in life, I haven't finished Spider-Man story driven. I'm currently back in Modern Warfare because it's easy to jump in, not right. think. I and I agree 100. Yeah, percent Modern Warfare too. is just that. It's just. You just autopilot and just we got to play by the way we got to play everyone yeah on, man we should definitely zone. get on uh chazzy just play a couple of matches i agree with you though i, I think that's a, also excellent point because there's games now where it, it it just fills the void right like that fills the void of like i just need my fix and i don't care about story i don't care about progression or i don't care about game like gameplay wise i just want to play i just want to physically do something kill people shut my brain off and that's it and then you know you're done you know you don't have to continue the story you don't have to like put in hours and hours and hours if you don't want to and i think that's another game uh aspect of like how how our age our generation plays games now because it's like all right well you have the gamers that play freaking you know story and they're like story driven god of war you know uh, last of us and all that stuff um and then there's us and for the most part some other people too where they're just like I just want to play. I just want to shoot things. Call of Duty is my thing, and that's that's all I play. Yeah, exactly. I, and that's what I love. Like right now, if I had if if I had to choose right now to play either God of War or Call of Duty at this point in time during my day, I'm kind of leaning more towards Call of Duty because I kind of want to turn my brain off because I mm-hmm. had a day. You know what I mean? True. true. Whereas like God of War, I want to like you I have to wake, focus. I want to wake up on like a nice Saturday morning, early Saturday morning. I want to have like my nice breakfast, my nice yeah. coffee, have a nice blanket, sit back and really take it in. You know what I mean? Facts. Like facts. I'm not waking early in the morning to play Call of Duty. Screw that. I don't want to be angry and be able to right. ruin my day. Now, so. how many how many of you, I don't know, Rob, have you had this experience where you you, you fell asleep while you're playing a game? I've had that numerous times. Oh, have yeah. Have you ever had I, that? I, it happens. Uh, it happened to me the other day. I was watching anime on iPad. I, I swear to God, I went in. Well, that's maybe, different. You're watching anime. Uh, as opposed to like physically using your controller and then you just like doze off. Uh, it's happened on my Steam Deck. My oh, Steam Deck, okay, I, yeah. I've, I've dozed off because I'm already in bed. But okay, yeah, I, I'm I, talking uh, about like literally on your chair, like where, where you're at right now, playing game on your TV, and you're like playing, and then you're just like, no, I don't, it doesn't really happen to me as much. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, that's not, some not, old man shit. That's happened to me multiple times. Oh man, it's bad. It's bad. Well, you'll be able to. You'll be good when you go back to your nursing home, right? You'll be able to yeah. just like fall oh, right asleep there, be and you'll be good. Yeah. So, uh, guys, thank you so much. That concludes the gaming duo podcast. Um, we appreciate your support. Um, 
please give us a like on all social media services. Listen to us on any streaming service if you're listening to the audio. Follow us on YouTube. We are on everything. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for everything. Um, there is an announcement we're going to make right now if you're listening. If you're listening right now, we have a pretty pretty awesome announcement, and it involves God of War. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I'm going to let Kelvin do the honors of saying what the uh, – what is it? What is the announcement? Well – because of God of War releasing, I think it'd be benef- it, it, it makes sense, right? That we'll do a giveaway, right? We're yes. like, let's do a giveaway. Yeah. So why not give away a limited edition God of War PS5 controller, right? And I think that was the perfect, uh, perfect item to choose, the perfect one, especially with God of War coming out today. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be our giveaway. That's gonna be our giveaway uh, for next week. Um, I don't have it physically here because it's still being shipped, so I don't, I can't show it to you guys unfortunately. But um, it, it's coming. It, it's on its way. It's finally it actually shipped today, which I was like really super nervous about that it wasn't gonna ship. But yeah, we definitely are gonna give away the uh, limited edition God of War Ragnarok PS5 controller. Um, so stay tuned for. Um, how to receive this, how to get this, how to enter. Um, we'll be posting this on social media, um, on our Instagram, on Twitter. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you guys, uh, you know, participate. And I will say to, in order for you guys to get into this, um, uh, raffle here, you would have to be, um, live with us on yes, the day yes. of the episode, um, to, to see who, you know, who wins. Who wins so it? check that out. I asked Kelvin if I could win it, and he said no. So I, yeah, I, won't, no. I won't be able to get it. <laughs> and this is such a dope controller. I bought two: one for you guys, one for the for, for the for the uh, giveaway, and then one for myself. Because I, I I find myself I've been on this like collectors like like P, like PS5 specifically controls. Like I'm just like collecting PS5 controllers for some reason, and and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm just gonna go all in on it. So yeah, I mean, I would a hundred percent purchase a controller for myself i mean you bought i bought I, half I bought, of Santa, I bought, Santa Monica I, bought, shares. I bought a shelf i bought i bought yeah i, I bought a nightstand it's what you i bought, bought a nightstand so i think i think santa monica appreciates you dude. yeah so um yeah it's gonna be great let me go grab my hammer again I'm gonna hold them on, dude. oh my god so <laughs> chazzy he's like in order to get in this giveaway you have to physically be in the same room as us so everyone buy a plane ticket now we'll see Basically. you soon that should have been my response. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. That looks really, like, legit. Like, I, I want to. We should go play God I, of War. I want to like. I want to like make this as like a thing in the show, like a prop, like like bring this out. I like think that. you could find a better way to to display that because I feel like down there you're never gonna see it. Oh no, no I'll, put, I'll, I'll probably it. switch them with Charizard. Charizard will probably go down there. Just put it in your back. Like, try to find a way to just like attach it to your back, like how Kratos does, like when he does when he puts the. Uh, Blades of Chaos or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking nice. It's dope. Anyways. Um, thank you guys again uh, for listening and stay tuned for that giveaway because it's going to be awesome and it's a beautiful controller. Calvin, anything else? Um, yeah, we yesterday we were on Genre Geeks podcast with AJ. Um, I don't 
think he posted the episode quite yet, but definitely check that out. It was a really fun time. We had a great conversation with him, um, and it's always, it's always a cool time with the homie AJ. So definitely check that out when when it does come out. That's Genre Geeks podcast. Um, he's all about uh, games and and pop culture, movies, and movies and everything, and cookies, and sometimes we just go on a tangent about random stuff, and I'm all here for it. So definitely check that out. Oh yeah, ca- cappuccinos for sure. Uh, Genre Geeks, AJ. Uh, John Geeks Podcast, definitely check it out. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much, and we will see you next week. See you guys.